Thanks for tuning in to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm rolling out another season of SOAP. SOAP is an acronym for a very practical and personal Bible study. S stands for scripture. O is observation. A is application. P is prayer. Grab your journals. Let's SOAP together now. Welcome to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm your host, Jeannie Terry. Today, we are soaping Proverbs 30. We are still in our soap series, and I'm so excited to be doing this in partnership with East Coast Christian Center. You can catch Morning Breath, which is a radio show, a drive-time devotional, Monday through Thursday, and I'm going to leave the, the link in the show notes, but you can catch Morning Breath with East Coast Christian Center Monday through Thursday, and then you can come over here every Friday and join us. I release a new soap episode each and every Friday, and we'd love to have you join us. You could be part of the group as well. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes as well, and let's get started. Today, I have my good friend Leslie with me. Leslie, good morning. Good morning, Jeannie. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I know it was short notice, so thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. You know, I just love our church. I love our church family. I love you. And I just love, I love East Coast is a family. You know, I just want everyone to be a part of it, be part of Jesus's family. Now we're going to get into your introduction, but how long have you been going to East Coast? I would say it's been at least five years. Okay. I've been coming for five years. If you've been at any of the campuses, you may have run into me. I've been dubbed by Pastor Jessica as the historian because I'm unofficially, actually now I do volunteer for the photo team unofficially, officially, and um, probably because I took so many pictures <laughs> on my own. But right. <laughs> we could use her. Yes, yes. But that's what I love about East Coast. Anything that you are, they can plug you in. You know what I mean? So if you're not feeling connected, like go to one of the connect dinners, join the small group, like this small group, look at how amazing my friends are. Look at you. You know what I mean? And this is from just being connected. So at least five years. I don't know. I think I answered your question. Awesome. Yeah. No, I remember I texted you a photo of one of our Propel uh, conferences that we had probably four or five years ago. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's when I started. I came to the high school and they had transformed the high school, the bathrooms, the auditorium into this just amazing. I mean, it might've even been you and Jackie now that I know people, but at the time I had no idea everyone that was involved, but I know when I walked in, I was just like, this is the high school. No, this Mm -hmm. is church. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, the panel of women and welcoming every time I sat at a group it just it really did they say welcome home and it felt like home that's awesome Leslie I'm just getting goosebumps by hearing you talk about the church and really the church is is really made up of the body of Christ and the people that are in it so you could go to a church and not feel the same way so that, that you have so thank you so much for sharing that Oh, absolutely. Look at your intro, man. Let's get on to you. What about you? Can you introduce yourself? <laughs> um, I'm Leslie Brown. I've got two children, Lillian and Sean. Um, they're amazing. I am a, an original Floridian. I was born in Tampa, Florida, uh, also known as Champa Bay right now. I, why is um, that? Tell us why Champa Bay. What does that mean? Oh, just I think I know, so but... <laughs> Just because we've just, we've won a, a few recent big sporting events. I'll okay. say that. Okay. So, um, cause it's about Jesus right now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Keep, keep, let's stay focused. Yes. So I, um, again, I am originally from Florida. My dad was military. So I moved around the world though. And, um, 
And I just, I've always loved people. And I love that Jesus tells me to love people. So Mm. I just love to love people. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, I love you. And I love the way you love people. Thank you. You have a heart for people. That's for sure. So today we're soaping Proverbs 30 together. I'm reading out of the NASB 1995. What version are you reading out of, Leslie? Um, I brought two of them. I have my new international version cultural studies Bible that Michelle gave me. She's the head of the intercessory team. Oh, Michelle Davies. I just had her on the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. She actually invited me. I was like, I was just telling everyone to be plugged in. I was super nervous. You know, I know it doesn't sound like I'm a nervous person because I'm pretty confident. What I like to call Godfident. Yes. Um, Hi, which I learned from um, Pastor Chris, I think, in one of the courses at ECU, but, or I just knew it. I can't remember. It's like one of those things, God fit in. He said it. I was like, I say that, or I say that, <laughs> he says that. I don't know. I don't know, but it was pretty cool. And, um, but I also received that Bible from her because I don't remember why she's, oh, I think I had COVID and she gave it to me then. I don't know. I just love her. Every Sometimes things just Hey, I had COVID. She didn't give me a Bible. I'm going to have to talk to her about that. She says she's got like, I don't know, 50, <laughs> 60 Bibles in her home. You brought me food or delivered food. You're amazing. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like our family is family. I'm over here. I felt alone and I wasn't alone. You know, right. I've got our church family. So, oh, I've also got the NSAB. So I can yeah. use either one. Whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting now that you say about COVID. We had it at the same time. We were like COVID twins. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Oh, but healing twins and yeah. Jesus twins too, right? Yeah. What did I call what did I call us this morning or call me beautiful mess? Beautiful mess. Yeah. yeah. So even though no matter what we're going through, Jesus is with us the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I love. Yeah. About. This is your text. Good morning. Looking like a beautiful mess created and loved by God. Love it. <laughs> so much times we say we're a hot mess, you know. I like beautiful mess. And God can work in the messes and make messes messages out of our messes, right? Amen. We're the clay, right? Yes. In his hands. So we are going to, you want to start by reading um, verses one through 16? Sure. Yes, please. All right. You ready? Yes. Take it away, sister. All right. Chapter 30, the words of Agur. The words of Agur, the son of Jacob, the oracle, the man declares to Ithiel, to Ithiel and Eucal, sure, I am more stupid than any man, and I do not have the understanding of a man. Neither have I learned wisdom, nor do I have the knowledge of the Holy One, who has ascended into heaven and descended, who has gathered the wind in his fists, who has wrapped the waters in his garment, who has established all the ends of the earth. What is is his name or his son's name? Surely you know. Every word of God is tested. He is a shield to those who take take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he reprove you and you be proved a liar. Two things I ask of thee. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep deception and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion, lest I be full and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I want and steal, lest I be in want and steal and profane the name of my God. Do not slander a slave to his master, lest he curse you and be found guilty. There is a kind of man who curses his father and does not bless his mother. There is a kind who is pure in his own eyes, yet he is not washed from his filthiness. There is a kind, oh, how lofty are his eyes. 
and his eyelids, his eyelids are raised in arrogance. There is a kind of man whose teeth are like swords and his jaw teeth like knives to, def to devour the afflicted from the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters. Give, give. There are three things that will not be satisfied, four that will not say enough. Shoal, the infertile womb, earth that is never satisfied with water, and fire that never says enough. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother. The ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. There are three things which are too wonderful for me, four which I don't understand. The way of the eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship in the middle of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Under three things, the earth quakes, and under four, it cannot endure. Under a slave, when he becomes a king, and a fool, when he is satisfied with food. Under an unloved woman, when she gets a husband, and a female servant, when she dispossesses her mistress. Four things are small on earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in the summer. The rock hyrexes are not a mighty people, yet they make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet all of them go out in ranks. The lizard you may grasp with the hands, yet it is in the king's palaces. There are three things which are stately in their march, even four which are stately when they walk. The lion, which is mighty among animals and does not retreat from anything. The strutting rooster or the male goat and a king when his army is with him. If you have been foolish in exalting yourself or if you have plotted evil, put your hand on your mouth for the churning of milk produces butter and pressing the nose produces blood. So the churning of anger produces strife. Amen. 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 What do you so, think of that? What was your soap? Well, I actually had an entirely different soap. <clears throat> I did. I did. Originally, I talked, um, I talked about in my soap, chapter 30 verse seven and eight okay to where he switches not talking about jesus anymore he's talking to jesus now right he's talking to god mm -hmm. he says two things i ask of thee do not refuse me before i die keep deception and lies far from me like he's wait am i saying that right he's yep. telling god don't let me not do this right he's saying right. um i will not <clears throat> deny jesus or i'll deny i'll deny deny God, but help me live a life of dignity. Help me live for you in everything right. I do. And I had like referenced another verse, second Corinthians one 12, but I'm not going to get into that because <laughs> it's while I was reading, while you were reading the, okay. the verses, it was Proverbs 30, 32, that just like jumped out at me. Okay. And I'm going to say this because I think it's a practical tip because I talk a lot. It's okay though. Cause God made me this way. Right. <laughs> A beautiful, beautiful talker. Amen. Thank you. Ditto. So if you have been foolish in exalting yourself, or if you have plotted evil, put your hand on your mouth. Okay. 
So the reason why that made me laugh is because I was in my um, concealed weapons renewal class or what have you on Sunday. And, um, you know, I didn't see everybody at church. I went on Saturday, of course, but I wasn't in church on Sunday. I was taking my class and the instructor, he said, if you're a talker and I'm not going to say if he was looking at me or not, but he said, if you're a talker, he said, just tell them you're having chest pains because they'll give you oxygen. (laughs) And here it is in the Bible, right? If you've plotted evil, put your hand on your mouth. Because right now is not the time to say. You know what I mean? First, we got to pray. We got to pray to God. Whatever just happened, do not like come out in emotion. Do not come out without thinking or, or like praying to God about it. You know what I mean? And like, so I know that this is completely different than what I was. What going did he to talk say? About. What was he saying when he said, if you're a talker, tell them your chest hurts? What was he talking about? Uh, so basically, if you have a concealed carry, and you have someone on your property and you shoot them, there's still a chance that, you know, if they're robbing you, that they could sue you in civil court, you know? So if you come out talking like, yeah, he broke in my house and I shot him and blah, blah, blah. And it might've been a little bit more colorful wording, Mm -hmm. but he said, if you're a talker, don't talk to the police, you know, because you don't want to tell them anything that can be used against you. You know, you're right. And he goes, just tell them you're having chest pains. You'll get the oxygen when they get there. You can talk about it after you've been at the hospital and checked out. You've got your lawyer, you know, like all these things. So it was practical advice. Delay, <laughs> delaying the process, delaying the pro. Like, I think it also helps because now you're getting more oxygen to the brain and Amen. you're able to think about it, pray about it. And uh, okay. that's kind of funny. Yeah. So, I mean, that just came to my head while we were doing it and I, I know that's silly, but it's so true. You know what I mean? Just like anything, when you're in a a relationship with anyone, your children, your family, your friend, especially somebody you're with all the time, your spouse or an in-law, parent, what have you. A lot of times we just want to like jump right into whatever it is and try to fix it. But that's not our job. God's Mm -hmm. here. He's going to be with us the whole time. He already, he's already ahead of us. He's already been here. He's with us in our presence. And we just need to say, okay, how do I bring God into this? Well, Mm -hmm. first step is breathing, right? He just, he took a breath and he breathed the world, right? He Mm -hmm. breathed all like, you know, he breathed into dirt or sand and then created a human Mm -hmm. and he, he breathes in our lungs. So we need to remember when I'm asking for oxygen, maybe because I'm protecting my home, it's really, I'm asking for Jesus, you know, fill Mm. my lungs, Jesus, with that Holy Spirit. So like, you know, I love that this chapter, it also kind of makes me giggle because throughout it, he's like, oh, there's three. No, wait, there's four. (laughs) You know, like, that's me. Like, I'm talking. I'm like, wait, there's more, (laughs) you know? And so like, I giggled the first couple times I read it. I was just like, oh my gosh. So even in the Bible, it shows, you know what? No, no, there's sometimes there's more to my thought. Mm -hmm. But if the thought doesn't come from God, right, we don't take it every, like a pastor Dan said not too long ago, uses this example. Um, and my friend I've been reading the Bible with daily also used this example from Pastor Dan. He said that when the bird flies over our head, we don't have to let it create a nest. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I love you- that you, I love a few more things about you that I just recently found out by you talking. 
was you are a co-concealed weapons carrier. Yes. And you read the Bible with a friend every day. Yes. That's awesome. A new friend. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Every day. Way to stay in the word, right? And to have that partner, that accountability, that that's awesome. Love it. Thank you. So, and I love what you got from, and I love how you had something all prepared and then something just kind of stood out for you and you, it was relevant to something that recently happened with you. Yeah. It's exciting. That exciting. And I love how he does that. You know, like you go in thinking, planning, believing, mm. and trusting you're on Jesus's, you know, and you are though. That's what you need to know. Like if you go in with plan A and you end up on plan Z, that's still Jesus's <laughs> plan. Yeah. You know, and um, it's not always easy to remember that. But as long as you go back to here, you'd be reminded. That's right. where you got to, what is it? A two-edged sword. So when I'm feeling like I'm being, when I'm feeling like I could be under a sword, I'm like, I got to go back to the word who will, where I can get the right weapon to protect my, or, you know, the weapons to protect shield as well as attack when needed you know with god mm-hmm. so yeah and i like how you can read this several times out of different versions and different translations and then get something new every time you read it which is what happened to you so you saw it and felt it yeah. live yep. <laughs> live and impromptu cuz the the word of god is alive and god is alive and you know like that's what i was saying earlier about when you know you're like you're loved in church and by your church family and God, most of all, of course, but you want to be in fellowship with other believers because the world is hard. It's hard to be out there. It's hard to be out there without, you know, people that are going to pray for you and be there for you. So, no, you're absolutely right because it matters who you go to for advice. It matters who you go to for support um, because you want to get that support from someone who is close with God because you could be struggling and in your walk or your faith and you want to surround yourself with believers who we're not perfect, but we all have the same goal. Amen. And it's just to follow Jesus as best we can. So there's a few things I observed about this passage. First is that um, Agar is very humble. He's not claiming to be anything he's not. He declares right away that he's stupid. I personally am not a fan of name calling, whether it's directed at other people or to myself, but then he claims he has no understanding of a man. He has no learned wisdom and no knowledge of God. He then goes on to mention the mighty works that God has done and then mentions that God has a son and his son has a name. So he's prophesying about Jesus. Then he goes on to saying that every word of God is tested and true and that God is a shield to those who take refuge or shelter in him. Psalm 91 also comes to mind because it says in Psalm 91 that God is a refuge and a shield as well in there. Yes. And then when it said that it's uh, that God is a shield to those who take refuge in him, the words in him stood out because in Colossians 3, 3, it tells us that our lives are hidden in or with Christ in God. So we are, our lives are actually hidden in him. We're interwoven mm-hmm. in, in Jesus, in God. Grafted. I love that. We're grafted. Yes. 
followers of Jesus can believe and trust that God's word is true and that he can be trusted as we place our faith in him under any and all circumstances when things are copacetic or when we're facing troubles or trials. We have to make God our home, put our faith in him and trust in him and he will take care of us. And actually Mm -hmm. it says uh, we are the temple. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the spirit of fear, I don't know about you, Leslie, but the spirit of fear seems to always be lurking nearby. And we have Uh a choice. Mm -hmm. We have a choice to be fearful or faithful. And honestly, it's hard to say this, but I've let a little bit more fear in my life than I'd like to admit. But I am on a trust journey with God. And I'm learning that if I can trust him literally with my salvation, right? I, I said the sinner's prayer. I accepted Jesus into my heart. I believe by the grace of God that it is not about about my works, but everything that he has done for me, that I am going to spend eternity with him. Like that's, that's huge. If I can trust him with something as significant and powerful as that, I have to honor him and trust him with every detail of my life. Yeah, it has, it's been a journey and it's not easy, but I must believe that the God who created me has great plans for me greater than anything I can possibly imagine. And my prayer is that I continue to lean, put my faith and trust in him alone, that he's the author and perfecter of my faith, that he will lovingly help me in my unbelief, and he will reward me for honoring and trusting him rather than disobeying him and choosing fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you are a good and faithful servant, so I believe that. And that's what it is. And that's what I love about the new, the new covenant is Jesus. We have the grace. So you've probably heard I-D-G-A-F, and I won't say what it really means, but what I say it means is I do grace and faith. So when I say it, I'm like completely changing it. Like it's not, it's not what it's known in the world. It's no, I do grace and faith. So we have to, like you just said, give grace to ourselves, right? In order to truly develop that relationship with Jesus, right? I, I have trust issues. Right. Um, But learning to trust God more is helping me. So like when I have those moments, I kind of mentioned where like, I just want to instantly go. My mind wants to over and my mind wants to go every time. And I got to stop myself. I got to put that oxygen. I got to put the Holy spirit. I got to breathe that Holy breath in. That's my prayer that every time I want to just jump in, I'm going to pray Jesus. Thank you, God. Right? That interwoven in the Holy Spirit, just fill me right now, fill my lungs, fill my breath, fill my speech, my mind, my heart, my soul, right? Where does it, where's the line, right? Where's the line of your heart and soul or soul and mind? I don't know, <clears throat> but fill it all, right? And mm-hmm. just let every, like your prayer, when we started, let everything come from you, Jesus, everything, mm-hmm. let it all. So I, mean, it I already, love that. It, it already does, right? Like, I just feel like. Yeah. Mm. he created us down to everything, like even our faith. I mean, the Bible says he's the creator, the author, the perfecter of our faith. And yet we still have a free will. We still get to choose if we want to worship him and honor him and love him. And I just give it all back to him. You know, 
I get, we can get fearful over so little. We can, we can have these lofty imaginations about where the day's going, where our lives are going, where the lives of our family are going. And one thing I learned lately is to sanctify and consecrate my imagination over to Jesus and give him my imagination. I want his imagination. I don't want mine, you know, it's more than we can imagine. It's so great for us. We just have to believe that, you know? And that's so awesome that he has this for us, like just waiting. All we have to do is trust him and we have to have faith of a mustard seed. Right. Mm -hmm. And we all know how tiny that is. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. That's all I got to just believe when I start to doubt, I just say, you know what? This don't sound right, but I got faith in you, God. Mm -hmm. This don't seem right, but I got faith in you, God. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Oh. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be walking here, but I got, no, I'm gonna go. You're right, God, I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? You need yeah. to make the right decisions because it is, like you said, you got free will. You know, I'm not gonna intentionally like put myself in danger. I'm not gonna avoid doing things that we have to do. You know, like you gotta still do things. God's gonna work with you and work for you, but there's still, you You know, we gotta do this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work in partnership with him. Amen. Everything. So I really, I like that you chose that scripture. It was again, if you have been foolish in exalting yourself and exalting yourself just makes you higher than you think you are. There's another verse that's coming to mind that do not think more highly of yourself than you ought. And you had mentioned earlier to invite Jesus in the situation, every situation and don't just shoot off at the hip and just like you said, take a deep breath and, and get in that prayer mode. And right. Because if I, if I decide what to do, if I'm like, Oh, I know what to do here. That's exalting myself. Right. That would be exalting Mm -hmm. me. But if instead I say, okay, Jesus, what is, what is my purpose for you here right Mm -hmm. now, Lord? Can I, can I just be, you know, your your vehicle. This is your temple and like my temple. Yes, but I am yours. You mm-hmm. just use me, Jesus, you know, <clears throat> imagine how many things would change, mm-hmm. you know? And even if you're the only one doing that in the moment, it can change the entire atmosphere because you just brought Jesus mm-hmm. and the Holy spirit to it. I mean, not that he wasn't already with us, but you know, boom, just overwhelming, overwhelming, you know, like bring them in. Yeah, Bring there's nothing that one person can't do for anyone who's listening who think that they don't make a difference or that Amen. they can't change anything. That's absolutely wrong. When you walk into a room, you bring something different. You bring the Jesus. light of Jesus Christ. So. Yes, the light. Yes. Amen. Amen, sister. Well, this was so much fun. We just soaped Proverbs 30, Leslie. Woo-woo! woo is right! Woo-woo! <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for sharing your heart today. All right, sister. I love you. Have a wonderful day. I love you too. Have a wonderful day. And that's it. That's soap. It's so easy and so practical and so personal all at the same time. Are you enjoying soap? Let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media links I'm going to leave in the show notes and share your soap with me. I want to find out what you're getting from the scripture as well. We can all learn from each other. Until next time, friends, peace and blessings.